Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on the big show, Pete Shepard, Kirk Manningham. We'll check in with Cedric Maxwell in just a, qu- a couple of minutes. Until then, uh, back to the phones with your call, 617-779-7937. And if you want to check out the uh, WEI Facebook page, go to... Uh, Facebook.com slash WEI, and you will see a very entertaining picture. I've seen this one before. It's an oldie but a goodie. Uh, some of you may not have seen it in a long time or may not have seen it at all, but Glenn and Johnny Most uh, back in the day. Uh, quite amusing. Quite amusing. Now, we all know what a great Santa Glenn played recently uh, yes, yeah, at, the, uh, yeah. at the Dana-Farber. He did a fantastic job. I still wonder if some of those children knew what a 40-short Santa was, but – <laughs> because I've never seen one. <laughs> That's a good point. I've never seen one, but uh, certainly uh, Glenn's a troop. We did a great job with the kids on, on, during Christmas. And uh, if you want to see him as he dresses, is this the reindeer? Just the reindeer picture? Uh, yeah, Rudolph. Yeah. First of all, Glenn looks like he's about. You know, he, he looks like kind of like a creepy substitute teacher. But then he has, he does have the Rudolph red <laughs> nose on and the uh, antlers. Looks like he's about fourteen years old. Too. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I just like men in tights. <laughs> so go to facebook.com backslash wei. And you can uh, check out the picture. And I'm sure it'll be some uh, colorful commentary yeah, I would, I would uh, afterwards. Coming, yeah. afterwards. All right, yeah. back to the phones we go, and then we'll check in with Max. John and Ludlow is up next here on WEI. Hey, John. Hello. Hello. Hey, how's it, how's it going, guys? Going Good, fantastic. Thanks. How are you? Great. Um, First-time caller, long-time listener. Well, welcome. You know, I, I, I got to say, I mean, I listen to you guys day in, day out. You guys are great. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. So... My my question was, uh, what what do you think? I'm I'm a Redskins fan. I um my my second team I I, I like to watch is uh, Patriots. Um, obviously, my family is out in this area, and uh, they're all Patriots fans, so they they kind of kick me around. And you grew up a Redskins Redskin fan, fan in this area, or <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm out in uh, Ludlow, Mass. Yeah, so how'd you become a Redskins fan? Just curious. I'm always curious how that happens. Well, actually, it this was, is they uh, were good, and the Patriots uh, sucked. No, actually, uh, when I was a, a kid, uh, I had a family member. Well, he wasn't family, but he used to bring me to uh, Redskins games uh, when I was a kid, and uh, ever since then, I was I was locked in. So, okay, so you're a Redskins fan. So you're looking forward to Sunday night? Oh yes, I am, and I I wanted to get your guys' uh, opinion on you know what you think their chances are in, in getting in, in and through the playoffs or. Well, I, think, I think they have a good chance as anybody. I mean, they, they walked Dallas on Thanksgiving night in Dallas. Now, I certainly do not think that's going to happen again. No. I think this is going to be a, a field goal game. No, they won that way. game only by a touchdown. Dallas rallied late. They did rally late. But they but were that, in control, you're right. Yeah, they were in control. Yeah. And I think this is going to be a field goal game. 
three or four point game. I guess so I think the Redskins will win. I I just I have I have no faith in Dallas. But then they do crazy things right. like win games like this. Sure. Like they're not. I don't. I, it's cra- it's kooky to me. But I like Washington. John, I think the thing that would scare me about the Redskins still is that defense. You know, particularly that pass defense. I'd still be a little worried about that. But if they get in the NFC playoffs and they have a home game. I said earlier, they win their first round home game. They beat a team like the Bears, which they could do, or the Vikings. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. at all to see them go into Atlanta that second weekend and win that game. I, definitely. They have his, you put any of those teams in the NFC, I, I give them a real live shot to get to uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I do. Right. It's It's been a long time coming, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm praying to the football gods, you know. Yeah, no, sure. And, I mean, listen, yeah. RG3 is everything you – I mean, you could not have asked for more from this guy as a rookie. I, I, I was psyched when I got him. The only thing with RG, he gets me nervous, you know. Every game it's like I, I cringe. I'm like, just die. Don't, don't they, can also get in with, they can also get in with a Chicago loss and a Minnesota loss. Chicago, oh, if they, Washington, if they, if they lose, yeah, right. That can also get in, which is very possible. That's why the, you know, if you're, that's why now that you're looking at it. Thanks for the call, John, and the kind words. If you're looking at it now, now that I'm looking at it, because uh, when you first heard last week, the Giants could still get in if three teams had to lose. I didn't really pay much attention to it. Then now, I can tell. Now I can, I'm looking at these I games. Can, I think you think they're going to get in now. I think and, you think the. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I I still don't know. But I'm saying those well, three losses that each, they need it, help with. Yeah, each game could absolutely individually happen. it could happen. You're right. I don't think there's any question about it. It could happen. In fact, I like that every every team that needs to lose, I think is it's going to lose. <laughs> you know, I think Green Bay beats Detroit. I mean, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Not Detroit, Detroit beats, not the Lions. Uh, right, um, the Bears. Uh, I think Detroit beats. I do think Detroit beats the Bears. I do. Okay. I think Detroit beats the Bears. I think Minnesota will lose to Green Bay. And uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, Washington, the, Dallas, Washington. No. Um, no. Yeah, Dallas has to lose. Right? Oh, Dallas has to lose. And Dallas has to lose. Yeah, could happen. So, obviously, I think those are easily sure easily could happen. So there is a chance. Now the question is, can will Michael Vick beat come back and beat, beat the, the Giants? Giants also, that's the other part of it. That's very interesting. All right, let's uh, check in with uh, Celtics broadcaster Cedric Maxwell. Hello, Max. It's Pete Shepard, Kirk Manahan in for Glenn and Michael today. What's up, my friend? Merry Christmas. Is, is this W-E-I? <laughs> okay, my man, P. what's happening? What's happening, my friend? How was your Christmas? Right. How was Brooklyn? Oh, excellent, excellent. I'm out here in one of your favorite places, Hollywood Park in the casino. Oh, Thank sh- you for stopping me. I'm going down with Spiral. Oh, what are you playing, 2-4? Uh, playing Limit, playing Limit. Yeah, you play 2-4 four four Limit, I know. You don't You do not do the high stakes. Uh, high, no, limit no games. high stakes. No, no problem. Uh, what, so first of all, what did Grandy get you for Christmas? Same thing he got me last year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Well, you know, I, I said at the beginning of the show, you know, one win does not a season make, as the saying goes. But I got to tell you, that was one of the most impressive wins of the year on the road. Uh, and I, I love the fact that, um, that we got back to seeing defense like we know that this team is capable of playing. Well, I think you're right about that. You know, one se- one game does not make a season, but it's a starting point for this team. And I think what they did, they defended. And I, I-, I like that about them in this game. And they rebounded the ball. Uh, bright spots were, uh, you know, watching Selinger, who was tremendous around the glass, rebounding the basketball. And defensively, I think that the real difference has been putting Jason Collins in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Bass coming out. Because Brandon Bass gives you, obviously, more offense. But defensively, Brandon's had a little bit of trouble, and Jason's just a real smart seven-footer who's long, 
who's physical and knows where to be. And I think he's really gave Kevin Garnett and everybody else a little bit more confidence on the defensive line. Yeah, and it was still nice to see them win a game like this without KG and Paul having big games. They both combined, you know, each had eight points. So that was that was another uh, positive sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any time that you have those guys and they don't play as many minutes and they don't have to, you don't have to, you know, get the grind on them the way it has been for most of the season. If those two guys don't score, you don't win the game. You know, this is this team has been built, and, and Danny has said this before, on depth. And, you know, having Jeff Green and having guys coming off the bench, having guys who have been effective, you know, on both ends of the floor. And, you know, maybe you saw some of that in, uh, you know, when you were down in Brooklyn. And, you know, before this trip started, I was actually, after they lost to Milwaukee, which was a dreadful loss uh, last Friday, uh, I was on Steve Burton's show. Sunday night, and I said this team is probably going to go, I think, three and one on this road trip. And they got the first one, and they're probably playing the hottest team right now in the league, in the Clippers. And I think it's only a confidence builder if they can come in and win this game. And I think it would, you know, propel them to do some really good things. Are you surprised, Max, that Solinger has played this well uh, in his rookie season, or do you think he'd be a polished guy, sort of right from the start? Well, the thing about him, he's, he's a, you know, I think four-year college player. And because of that, I think that he has, he doesn't have some of the flaws that some of the other guys play. He's played in a big-time program. They played against the top players in, in, that were coming in the draft. And uh, he's just really a smart player. And he knows how to use his body. And he's only learning, you know, what he can do on the floor. He's not a leaper. By no means, but he's a—he's probably their best offensive rebounder right now, carving out spots in the paint. And uh, Max, I wanted to ask you quick. It's something that's aggravating me. These these double technicals that are being called. And yesterday, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I watched the game on TV. I didn't get a chance to hear you you and Sean yesterday, and I, I do apologize. But I mean, this because this is right, not the, by the word. I know, but <laughs> this 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 type of nonsense. Some of these refs and they get together and you think they're going to come up with the right call, and they still screw it up. Yeah, I, and they went back and they reviewed this call. I know. And I talked to Kevin Garnett about it, and I think you're talking about the – Yeah, the Wallace. Wallace, Wallace, yeah, Wallace, Wallace grabbing the shorts. And, yeah. and he, he just grabbed Kevin Garnett's shorts, and he was just holding on to him like – and Kevin was like, yo, man, you know, let go of my pants. And he kept pulling them up almost into his crack. It's like, okay, look, that's enough. And he just swung down on his hand. So, you know, it was much to do about nothing. I don't even think a technical was, should have been called. Uh, you know, it's just really, I mean, the game now is getting, it seems to be getting softer and softer, and, and that's really not to its, its advantage. And just to, you know, expand on the on the refereeing again, I don't want to make a huge deal out of it, but the story came out, right, and, 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 and he okay, had, he, well, he had, I mean, and, and LeBron had three fouls called on him last night, which I, uh, yesterday afternoon, which I thought was a miracle, but you saw the story came out, I'm sure you and Sean probably talked about it, and you would say today, a couple of days ago, that LeBron James went through five games without getting a foul call, Donald. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that is, especially as physical as he is. Uh, you know, you can you can say that about it, but LeBron has a certain arrogance about him when it comes to that. No, he, he said that. <laughs> he said that last year uh, in the playoffs when he fouled out against the Celtics. He said, "I don't foul out." Excuse you? I don't foul out. But, you know, if, I guess if God deems himself not to foul out, he's not going to foul out. The thing is, though, Max, the, the physicality, the stuff you're talking about, how it's bad for the game, it's not going to change, though, is it? I mean, this is the way the league is now. I don't see it getting any better. Yeah, I don't think it is. Uh, it is it is morphed into, uh, you know, kind of like football. 
in in a, in a sense, mm-hmm. I understand protecting the players, protecting the quarterback. But I guess I come from a, a league and a, and a uh, bygone time where you know hits were hits and you know a, a little foul and a little push and only made the game that much spicier. Uh, you know, so I I, I kind of I don't like that situation with it getting the way it is. I understand you want to control it, but uh, it, it is a game of emotion and a game that's going to be sometimes played on the edge and sometimes played because you intimidate the other team. I'm out here in Los Angeles, right down the street from the old where the old forum used to be at, and the Celtics won, you know, the championship in 1984. Yeah, Mikhail. Intimidation. It sure. wasn't because we were better physically, but we intimidated the Lakers, and sometimes you do that in, in sports, team well, sports. It's funny you said I was actually thinking of that very thing. If, if Mikhail does to Rambus, say he does that yesterday in the Christmas afternoon game, that's the story of the day nationally. People are going crazy well, about you know, it. Yeah, you 10, know, 15 game suspension. You know. Amigos. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 20 game suspension, right? I mean, it's just yeah, the world has changed. And, it's, and it has. And, and it's, part of it has changed for the better. I, I understand the culture we're talking about and, you know, trying to eliminate violence and all these other things. But part of the game is a physical game. Absolutely. And part of it, you win games sometimes. You know, and I remember Al Davis saying that, the great owner for yep. the Oakland Raiders at the time. Sometimes you win through intimidation. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes that's how sports are, have always been. But at 27 games, this team is 14 and 13, and you look at the numbers and they'll tell you, you know, it's the it's the worst start after 27 games for this new big three. But I, I'm not yeah, surprised, Max, this, after whoa, with nine, nine new players. Hey, hey, hey what? stop that new big three era crap. <laughs> let's, put, let's put that to bed. These are, this is a different team. Well, that's what I mean. Nine, nine new nine players. New players. Exactly. Uh, Ray uh, Ray Allen is not around anymore. It's Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce mm-hmm. and Rondo. So it's a completely new team. I I, but, I hate when people start. Oh, talking I, about I, I, I was I was three era. You didn't let me finish. You pulled a big O on me. You didn't let me finish because I was going to make fun yeah. of that statement that people use. I agree. All the numbers you have to know is like you said, nine new players on this team. That's why I'm not getting too carried away right now. I mean, get I, I like I love what I saw yesterday, and I hope. It's a gigantic step in the right direction, but to me, I'll start. I'll, I'll start really analyzing, dissecting, and really getting into it after the All Star game because we saw what happened last year in the first half of the season, and nobody expected them to be within, you know, uh, five minutes of reaching the NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you agree. I think it's still a work in progress. Doc's one of the best in the game. I think he is starting to push some of the buttons, and you don't have Avery Bradley, your best on-ball defender. One of their problems has been this year has been controlling the initial point of attack. Rondo is pretty good at tapping that ball away once a guy gets by him, but if that guy gets by him, his, his guard gets by him going towards the hole, there's a, a break-off, a breakdown of the Celtics defense, and they're not that good to keep going on and on which of this guy and then trying to rebound and things go to little, it doesn't happen. When Avery Bradley comes back, you would hope that he'd be the on-ball defender, keeping that point guard from penetrating towards the hole, and I think that would help their defense tremendously. When do you see him coming back, Max? What's your, what is your... I, I, give it, I give it about a week. I give it about a couple of weeks. I think that I think that they had targeted, you know, the first game back against Oklahoma, I guess, um, I think Memphis mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on the second or third. But I think it might be a little bit more time. Uh, but let's not try to put all our, you know, eggs in that that little barrel because, uh, you know, he's he's coming back from some major uh, surgery from the uh, shoulders, and you know, sometimes when you have those arms are bad, the 
it, it, it takes a little bit longer than not. Who would have thought years ago we'd be talking about a, a, an incredible matchup in the Los Angeles between the Clippers and the Celtics? I cannot wait for tomorrow night's game. And I don't care if that game was on at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'd wake up and watch it. That is going to be spectacular on TNT. The whole world's going to be watching, so you know Rondo's going to have a great game. And I'm sure Paul will and, and Griffin. That I mean, these are kind of regular season games. They don't happen very often. I mean, I, I, I don't care if you, what time you have to get up for work in the morning. You've got to watch this game tomorrow, or listen to this game tomorrow night. I would I would totally agree with you, and you know even to the point where I'll go a little bit further. And you know when Greg Greg Popovich, the great coach of San Antonio Spurs, decided that he was going to send his team home and not mm-hmm. play them against Miami because he felt like they needed rest. Yeah, I've I, I've given this point before. As a player on a team, and and if I get the schedule, the first game I'm looking at is those are those big games. Like, you know, San Antonio going into Miami. Mm-hmm. I have a circle that game right now as a game I want to play. So for me to not play that game, to me, will be a major disappointment as a player because those are the games that a lot of players live for. Like the game tomorrow night, this is going to be a huge game. Clippers, what, 15 game winning streak? Yeah, 14, 14, yeah. And, you know, playing great. Whew, yeah. It's going to be unreal. I think right now, today, it is the best team right now in Los Angeles. When you look at Jeff Green here, the last couple of games played well against Milwaukee before he, you know, after the the cheek and the chip tooth, and they played pretty well yesterday. Do you get a feeling that he's starting to turn the corner a little bit here? Well, every time you see him turn the corner, he right. kind of goes back the other corner. Yeah. <laughs> and he's played; he's had some exceptional moments. But I talked to some of my, as Glenn Ordway likes to say, some of my sources and my molds. And one of the mm-hmm. things that uh, you know they were telling me is said that. You know, you might not see the best of Jeff Green until maybe February. And that's because he's coming back from, you know, open heart, yeah. you, you know, surgery. Mm-hmm. And when they had to open him up, and on top of that, he was away from the game over a year. And it's just the speed of the game alone. Like, you know, I could probably go out and play for a few minutes, maybe give a couple points, but the speed of the game would be dazzling because, you know, I had played in such a long time, and that's the way it has been so far with Jeff. I think that's why he's been so up and down. Before I let you go, Max, Celtics now 12-17 and 17 on Christmas Day. And a lot of people don't under- know this, but out of those 29 games the Celtics have played on Christmas Day, and you played in several of them, 28 of them have been on the road. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, Pete, that I don't remember. I never remember during my era ever playing a game home in Boston at Christmas. I, I never remember that game. It's the, uh, and, it's and the I, ice know, show. During, huh? the time, during the time I played mm-hmm. for what, eight years with the Celtics, yep. I, I can't re- – maybe I could be wrong here, but I never, ever remember playing a game in Boston. So, But, you know, I tell you who would love this, Pete, <laughs> the bookies. They love this. Thinking about, oh my God, <laughs> this is something. Look what they do on Christmas. <laughs> exactly. But it is one of those things. Tell the Caps played well, and uh, I think they get up. They get up for those national televised games. Rondo has been exceptional. Has you know a, a, lot, a bunch. I just say a triple doubles. Yep. Every time he's been on national TV, and I would not be surprised. He doesn't like Chris Paul. Uh, Kevin Garnett doesn't like Los Angeles. Los Angeles does not like. You know, the Celtics. So it's going to be a very interesting matchup in tomorrow night's game. I can't wait for it. And then you got another great game with Golden State on Saturday. And, you know, who knows on the back to back end on Sunday with Sacramento? That could be an interesting game, too. You never know. In the end of- and then you toss in that. You say you're coming home. You think you got it easy? Mm. You got Memphis. Memphis, right? Yeah. They're going to be at home waiting for you yep. after the new year. So this, that's why I'm saying this stretch to me 
You talk about looking at the second half of the season. I'm looking right now at these next four or five games. To me, these are confidence builders or confidence destroyers. Max, great stuff as always. Uh, have fun again. Belated Merry Christmas and have fun. Good luck at the good luck at poker today. What do you mean I got pocket aces? And you beat me. <laughs> well, I mean, somebody I'll talk to you guys later. All right, Max, take care. Thanks a lot. Cedric Maxwell, uh, Celtics broadcaster. You can listen to him tomorrow night. It'll be uh, 10 o'clock uh, pregame show uh, with Grandy and Max. And that is just must-listen radio and a must-watch game. And, uh, you know, even if I was doing a morning drive, it's still it's one of those games you just you take a nap in the day. And you just, I, I think it's going to be a phenomenal game. I really do for a regular season matchup. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.